Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And with just a little over a week to go with Arizona's fall football camp well first of all we're we're back from a hiatus oh right okay sorry i jumped the gun we are back sorry we should have done this podcast at least last week but as everyone knows because jason told everyone on earth um we we had a little hiccup at our house that our brand new ac had a manufacturer defect and basically exploded (laughs) and we had no ac for like eight days and um Happy to report that we have a brand new, new AC. New, new. And it's a different model, and it's it's chugging along, and we're happy. And we're very happy that our HVAC company really went the extra mile for us. So We're back, baby. We're back. All right, there was a lot ahead. of talking. So am I allowed to keep going now? Or? Do whatever you want. Okay. Um, with a little uh, over a week just almost a week away from fall football camp, which is August 2nd, which is also Jason Shear's birthday. Um, We're going to talk about running backs because we've already previewed the quarterbacks, and now we are going to preview the running backs. Our goal is to have a podcast every day this week. They may not be very long. It's very ambitious. But our goal is to have position previews of some sort every day this week. So we'll see. But starting with the running backs. First off, where do you see the running back depth chart right now? Yeah, so right now I, I think it's it's pretty clear. Um, there, there might be a little bit of movement. I think there's room for movement after one, to be honest. But Michael Wiley is clearly the starter. He earned it. He's, he's the leader, uh, one of the leaders on the offense. The he's coaching the leader staff. of the pack. Yeah, okay, Shelby. Uh, <laughs> that was an old reference. Uh, he came back to school, all that. So clearly he's he's number one. Number two, I would say, is, is probably Jonah Coleman. Um, you know, he's he's a guy where we'll get to him in a bit, but I think he's earned the, the right to have the second spot. Right now, I would say DJ Williams and Speedy Luke are, are three and four, basically. You can mix and match, move them around, whatever. I think that's one of the, the competitions in the running back room. DJ Williams missed springs right now. Speedy Luke is probably ahead of him, but I mean DJ Williams has the ex- experience and all that. But um, you know, right now I'm I'm comfortable saying Wiley is one, and uh, and Jonah Coleman is two. All right, 
Uh, well, what are your expectations for Michael Wiley this season as the leader of the pack? Yeah, I, I like Michael Wiley a lot. I, I, you know, he's a guy where he, he's just, he says all the right things. Uh, when you talk to him, he, his teammates love him. His numbers were probably better than people think because when you look at his per yard pickup or per carry pickup, he averaged 6.8 yards a carry. I mean, that's insane. Um, now, the argument, obviously, is that he didn't get enough carries, but that's what happens when, you know, the running back room is as it is. I would expect him to get more carries than the 113 he had. Um, you know, everyone knows by now what he did in the Territorial Cup because it's the stuff of legends. Woo! No matter how Michael Wiley's career ends, he'll be known as the guy that ran for 200 yards and three touchdowns in the Territorial Cup. Oh, by the way, he added 51 receiving yards to that, but... Um, you know, he had, like, it, it felt like every game he had, I mean, really the only mediocre game he had, if I remember, is, is Oregon, but everyone was bad against Oregon. I mean, he only ran for 100 yards in that ASU game, but, you know, he it, it, that was a matter of carries. Like, Washington State, 7 for 50. UCLA, 21 for 97. Colorado and Cal, he played well. Um, but, you know, the, the twofold issues where, you know, Arizona's defense put the offense in a place where, like, Michael Wiley couldn't get the carries he deserved. Like, the Washington State game, Wiley only got seven. The Utah game, Wiley only got six. Oregon game, six. Mississippi State game, six. Um, and the reason for that is because they were getting blown out. And, and really, the offense had to throw it all over the place. And in an ideal world, the defense is better this season. And, and Michael Wiley gets more carries. I, I would be surprised if he reached a thousand yards, but I, I, I do think he gets more carries and I do think he gets closer than that than he did this previous season. Um, the thing with Wiley, I think is that people have to realize is watching Arizona in the spring. I think the running backs are going to be much more part of the passing game than they've ever been. And Wiley was a big part, 36 catches, 349 yards, three touchdowns. That's pretty legit for a running back. He had uh, at least two catches in every game except for the game against Cal. So, I mean, he had some some big receiving games. You know, he ended the season with um, four straight, 40 yards or more. Would have been five, but he had 39 against USC. So I, I think all the running backs are going to be a much bigger part of the passing game. But I would expect the, the, the biggest number I would expect to go up for Wiley is the number of carries. I, I just think that he's earned it, and I think Arizona's going to be in a situation where it's going to be able to run the ball more than it did last season if the defense is able to kind of keep up its end of the bargain. And they better. And we'll get to that another day. Uh, Jonah Coleman is a fan favorite, obviously. Do you see a big season from him? So the thing with Jonah Coleman is somehow he got bigger and stronger from last season. He really, like, he's, he's by now, you guys know he's not a tall guy. I mean, he's short. Let's just be honest. He's, you know, 5'9", if that. He looks like Maurice Jones-Drew. He's built just like him. I like Jonah Coleman. I don't want people to, to take this as a knock. I think he's a very powerful back. But he also had some games where he wasn't able to get anything going. Um, you know, and, and he's had some games where he just wasn't really used. You know, USC, one carry. Utah, three. UCLA, one. Um, you know, Cal, he wasn't very good in the game, you know, and, and he scored a touchdown, but 
his, you know, Mississippi State, five carries for 12 yards. They want him, it feels like, to be really good. The thing with him, though, also, is that he's not a very good receiver. He's not that Michael Wiley, speedy Luke in the receiving game. He only had eight catches last season and only for 24 yards, so he was kind of an in-outlet. Um, and that includes 14-yard catch against North Dakota State. So really, he wasn't an option there. I, I do think that he will be better than last season. Um, you know, the, the coaching staff is confident in him. He looks bigger. He looks stronger. Uh, ideally, he's become a better blocker, has a better understanding of the offense. But I think that there's some people, not all, that are kind of saying, like, Jonah Coleman is, like, the next big thing at running back. And I think we kind of have to slow that down a little bit. Again, I like Jonah Coleman, but I'm not convinced he's going to go out there and run for 700 yards to Michael Wiley's 800 yards, and all of a sudden Arizona has two guys close to 1,000 yards. I, I That would surprise me. Um, you know, and, and look, Jonah had some good games too, but um, it came against like Oregon, 74 yards. That was the season high, but, you know, again, it came on a, a 43-yard run, and it came in a blowout. Uh, Washington was probably, in my opinion, one of his better games this season, but he didn't even average four yards a carry. So the numbers have to get up a little bit. Um, ASU was his highest average per carry with eight yards um, in, a, in a close game. But, it, you know, I, I have better expectations. I think he could push 500 yards. Um, to me, that would be a successful season. Um, but in terms of what we would define as a big season, I, I think he'll be better. But I don't think he'll be like a guy that hits the national stage or anything like that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, he'll still say a fan favorite, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not dissing him. I'm just saying I, I think he's one year away probably from being that. Superstar. Yeah. Okay, well, are we not paying enough attention to DJ Williams? We are not. We are not. We are not. And, and to be fair, um, he's the reason for that because he needs to be able to stay healthy. If he can't stay healthy, how are we supposed to give him the credit that he deserves? Uh, you know, this is the same guy who, as a freshman at Auburn, ran for 400 yards and two touchdowns in the SEC. Um, you know, in, in last season, he ran for 376 and three touchdowns. He's a big dude, you know, and, and, and when Arizona got him, I remember that it was a surprise because they had a lot of, um, you know, they had, a, they had a, a solid running back room already. And I asked the coach, why would you go out and add DJ Williams? And the answer was, he can do things a lot of the other running backs on our roster can't. And that wasn't an insult to him. It's just, you know, some guys are, they're different, right? And we remember that first game against San Diego State, 
he was that guy where, you know, he got more he, – he got 14 carries that game. He controlled that game. Jada Delora had four touchdowns. But if you remember, DJ Williams had 14 carries for 88 yards and a touchdown. Like, he controlled that game, especially late in the game. Then he didn't do much. Um, you know, he had – he wound up having the 52-yard TD against Oregon. USC, he played well. And then he kind of disappeared. Didn't do anything against Washington State. ASU was mediocre. UCLA didn't do anything. Would come out of games – Injury wasn't in shape at times, and you know whatever it may be, I think that he is underrated. I mean, at the end of the day, he averaged over six yards a carry. Uh, we talk about Jonah Coleman, we talk about Michael Wiley, we talk about Speedy Luke, and and rightfully so. But it would not surprise me at all if by the end of the season, DJ Williams was good enough to be that second running back. It really wouldn't. This, but again. He has to stay healthy. Like, he missed the spring. And so, if he gets hurt into fall camp again, it's he's it's losing he's losing his chance. So, he needs to be able to stay healthy. If he stays healthy, do not be surprised if he makes his way up the depth chart and is a legit second back. You know, my favorite memory of that game at San Diego State, besides us dying of heat stroke... Was you destroying the bathroom? Was also me kicking that door in. And thus, the legend was born. Right, but also, right. I don't think people know that I kind of saved Justin Spears' life that day. You did. You were like the mama bear. I the was the mama box. bear of the press box. And it was so hot in there. And Justin was like clearly dehydrated. He was just all sweaty. He was not looking very well. And I just happened to always have those like electrolyte things what, in my purse. But we didn't realize we were in the back. So it wasn't affecting us. But what happened was after that, I don't know if people know this. So the heat was reflecting, the sun was reflecting off computer screens. Especially like the first row. So the first row, all the reporters the first row, when we saw them at the press conference on, mon- on that Monday. They were sunburned. Sunburned to shit. It was insane. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was at Snapdragon Stadium, which, you know, what were we, what were we calling it? Uh, I don't remember. It was funny, whatever. Battle Dragon Stadium. T-Max set or whatever. Someone calls it something Dragon Stadium. But anyway, Justin Spears. Whatever. It whatever. was just, it was a, it was a fun day memorable day more than anything anyway uh hopefully dj can step up in a thousand degree weather again like maybe that's the key to success um ideally how does the coaching staff use speedy luke because they need to use him more yeah so michael luke michael luke uh and i have gone back and forth because the you know the first thing is you talk about special teams i hate the fact that jacob cowing may return punts and kicks uh, mostly punts. Punts I can live with. Sorry, mostly kicks. I, I do not like kick returners. That's a risky job. To have your best offensive player doing it scares me. Um, the argument against a guy like Speedy Luke would be that he's too small, but whatever. You know, if he's good at it, he's good at it. Um, you know, when Speedy Luke was added, a coach told me that the ideal situation would be he was similar to Demetric Felton at UCLA, right? And, uh, that makes a lot of sense because basically what they did with Dimitri Felton is you take a look at his stats. You know, he was 5'9". He, you know, he's, he was bigger than Speedy Luke, if we're being honest. You hear me typing it because I want to pull up his stats to be accurate. But when he got going, like 2019, Shelby, he had 86 carries, 55 catches, right? He got 141 plays from scrimmage for almost 1,000 yards total. His senior year... He had 132 carries and 22 receptions. So the reception numbers went down. 
but he actually had more plays from scrimmage. In an ideal world, he finishes the season, in my opinion, with like 80 rushes and 50 catches. Like, you know, four catches a game, five, six rushes a game, you're good. Like, that's what they need to do. They need to say to themselves, look, we're going to get the guy, this guy, the ball in the open field. We're going to hand him the ball off five times. We're going to pitch it on the outside. We're going to throw quick screen passes. We're going to line up. And again, during the spring, he absolutely was lining up at wide receiver more than he was as a freshman. But here's another guy. He has to stay healthy. That ankle injury, you know, it, 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 it hurt him. I mean, there's, there's no way else to put him. He, he missed games. And when you take a look at his numbers when he played, um, you know, he, Four for 12 against San Diego State. Didn't get a carry against Mississippi State. But then he had those two big games, North Dakota State and Utah. He had a 28-yard carry in back-to-back games. And then he just didn't play. You know, it, 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 and it's a shame. So against North Dakota State, um, I said back to, it was back-to-back for him. He's hurt for two months, comes back against Utah, gets 42 yards with the 28-yard carry, and then does nothing the rest of the year. Two for seven, three for six, one for six. Right, they got to be able to get him the ball, but he has to stay healthy too. And so, to me, again, five carries, five catches a game, or at least five attempts at catches a game—that is your uh, your ideal situation. Eight to ten touches per game. However, you want to figure that out or divvy it up. I, I think that's that's what I'm looking for. Ten touches a game. You got to get him going. Got to. Because he. His name's not Slowy. Can run. <laughs> His name's not Slowy. Am I right? Slowy. Slowy Luke. It's speedy Slowy. Luke. All right. Go back. Thank you. Thank yeah, you man. for the clarification. <laughs> okay. Um, well, we have recapped and or previewed the running backs. Running bizzles. So what are we planning on doing next? Wide resizzles. Wide resizzles. Do you think Jedfish says that? Tidizzles. <laughs> oh, lizzle. Um, well, I am looking forward to the tight end. Lizzle. Tight end. Line lizzle. Defensive bizzle. Okay, Jason. Sizzle. Sizzle safety boom done. All right. Okay. Well, on that note, we are done for this evening slash when you're listening to this in your car, which is in the morning. Also, happy birthday to my mommy. Tomorrow, a.k.a. Monday, the 24th of July, is Mama Shear's birthday. Tina. Tina Shear's birthday. We'll say Mama Shear. Sometimes I have people call me Mrs. Shear. And I will say, uh, nope, that is my mother-in-law. I will, I am not Mrs. Shear. Yeah. But, you know, happy birthday to Tina. We are having a little get-together at our house. Okay, show me why you just give everyone our address. And if anyone wants to stop by. No. You're not invited. Yes. (laughs) Bear down. Bear down. Want to give a shout-out to Brea Cunningham. Gold medal, incoming freshman, Adia Barnes, landing another good player. Also want to shout out Sam Thomas. Brielle went to her camp and had a great time, and Sam's a sweetheart. Yep, and unfortunately, she forgot her cell phone, and she didn't get a picture with Sam. But Sam signed, like, her shoes, her shirt, and a basketball. Super awesome. Thanks, Sam.